0: To the eccentric section podcast with your hosts, Breezy Getham and Jody Bro.
1: You are beautiful on the
0: inside, you are innocent, personified. On today's podcast, we have our first female guest to the Eccentric Section podcast. A beautiful woman with many talents, a member of Team Big League and Money Shot. You guys know her as the dime piece.
1: What's up? What's up? I'm doing good. How are you guys?
0: We're hanging in there. We're hanging in there. Pretty much hanging in there. Uh, Valentine's Day just passed. Did you have a Valentine or get anything special or do anything with a special somebody?
1: I'm saving it for dime. Oh, yeah? Okay, right there. I always save it for Dime.
0: We need to have Dime back on the pod. Now we're getting a little confident with our voice, so uh, we miss Dime, and we got to definitely have a, a new interview. I feel like we, there's a lot to be said since our last pod. Yeah, man. As,
1: yeah, now that you guys I, and I mean I've been listening to you guys every single time you put something out, and I was gonna say each one's getting better and better, and I like that. Thank I appreciate you. Appreciate that. Yeah, thank, thank you, you much. so much.
0: Of course. Uh, as I was just saying though, in the intro, you have many talents. I mean, you're a cosmetologist. You're a model a valet for team big league. Uh, mm-hmm. I do want to touch on all these things, but let's start with like professional wrestling, obviously, since this is a wrestling podcast for the most part. Uh, what was your introduction into professional wrestling?
1: Um, so I've always been a fan of it since I was a kid. My cousin was the one that introduced to me. Uh, oh God, I don't even remember how old I was, but early. Er, yeah, it sounds like, like
0: early. Nice. Yeah, just like us.
1: <laughs> I mean, I am a bit older than you guys. So... No, but still though, Yeah. um, But my cousin, like when he was older, he got rid of his like wrestling action figures and wrestling ring. He brought it to my grandma's house. So we would play with it when we were kids. I was always so interested by it. So intrigued. Uh, He would play it, like play it on the TV at my grandma's Mm -hmm. house. And I always thought it was really, really cool. But my parents were really big into it because they didn't understand it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So they would try to tell me, oh, it's fake. It's this. and And I'm like... But it's it, it just look at all the stuff they have yeah, to do. Yeah, it's so fun. Yeah, you know? yeah for sure. So, yeah, I, as
0: a kid that shit's so mind-blowing.
1: It is. It really uh, is cuz you got these big dudes like doing all this
0: crazy. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, no doubt. It
1: really is and it still and, is. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so, but I fell out of it for a little while and then I started getting back into it uh in high school, a couple of my friends were into it, but I really got back into it uh when I graduated high school and I was in my early 20s. Um, a couple of my buddies we would have like parties and stuff one of the big things that we would do is like the royal rumble matches so we would have like an all-day like party and so he he timed it out so like how the royal rumble matches would do but he did it with like the wwe video game yeah okay and he created characters for every single one <laughs> in our front yeah. I swear but to God, God I did awesome. that shit as a kid too. Dude, I had our horse. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. I
1: mean, we had a 30 man Royal Rumble. We had women's matches. And I mean, he always bitched at me because my hair color. I had pink hair. I had, <laughs> hair. I had purple hair. I had blonde hair. He always would bitch about the fact that I was always changing my hair color. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a cosmetologist. It's kind of what I do. You know,
0: <laughs> Had to keep it up to date.
1: Yeah, so there were a couple times that I was the women's champion, according to Let's the game. Let's go, baby! So, but it was really cool because we would finish those, and then it would be just in time for the actual Royal Rumble show. Oh, and nice! We, all, we would party. We'd have drinks, and then like when we we're all done with that, we would like a lot of the guys. They would get back onto their Xboxes, play games and stuff like that, while I would just party it up, you know. Right. But um, what really got me more into like iwc and everything was john mcchesney okay now i had gone through a really bad breakup in 2018 and i was really trying to like refocus myself rebuild my confidence and whatnot and my one buddy lewis who was my gym partner was like hey you know let's let's go get drinks after we work out you know why not you know reward ourselves Mm -hmm. And I ran into John at Coaches up in Erie, Erie, which is one of our favorite local bars that we would go to. And I also, when I ran into him, I was like, wait a minute, I know you. John had come into my salon oh. that I work at and I had cut his hair and I remember. Okay. He, so this was when Revenge Pro Wrestling was just starting.
0: No shit. Okay.
1: And like brand spanking new, and he wanted me to go to one of the shows, and I was just like, no, no. But at that point in my life, I'm at, like, I was single. I was reinventing myself. I was really building my confidence back up. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Right. Why not? Hell yeah. So that was the first eerie uh, Revenge Rumble that they had and that is where I absolutely fell in love with the independent scene oh my god it was it, it was crazy and I, I I got to meet so many people because of knowing John because right. if you ever come to an eerie revenge show the after party
0: is yeah, where that's it's what I've been told I've been told that you guys party pretty hard up there
1: oh god yeah because <laughs> the show is at a hotel
0: oh fuck yeah it's time and oh, then yeah. the bar pandemic it... we're fucking hitting turn up baby.
1: and then the bar is literally one block away like the dance I club
0: saw
1: it,
0: yeah which now, club is that big bar oh yeah oh hell yeah big bar is the place to be <laughs>
1: and see i work there i work there selling shots so i had an in now in summertime there's an outdoor bar which is a couple blocks away but they have a party bus Lights oh, on, music blasting, that will shuttle you back and forth between uh, the two bars. Oh, that's
0: cool. Chalk is nodding yeah. his head. He's from, he, he went I'm to have all the different areas, he knows the deal.
1: He knows, he knows. It, that's where it's at when it comes to parties and stuff, but we had a blast, and I had so much fun, and I was telling John the next day, I'm like, oh my god, I, like, I'm loving this. I'm absolutely loving this. He says, well, next month I got another show, but it's down in Pittsburgh. And I'm originally from Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, let me know where, you know, I'll go. I'll go support you. Like, I'll go down, see my friends, see family. Plus, it was the day after my birthday.
0: Oh, shit. Okay.
1: So I was like, all right, I'm down to go. So, and that was when, that was the night when John McChesney was wrestling Wardlow for the super indie title
0: oh that's cool that and then that and
1: that was the night that warlow won the super indie so he had both heavyweight and super indie and i remember it being such a big deal and everybody was freaking out when warlow was on the top rope and did the and that's jumped off onto that table and I, show, dude yeah my first Pittsburgh show. Me? Yeah, yeah right dude
0: come on yeah that's my awesome. first pittsburgh
1: show <laughs> i was like oh my god so then I went to the after party with that. And again, I knew a lot of the guys there already because of the Erie show. Oh yeah. Cool. Cool. Because a lot of the, the guys that are in IWC are also going up to Erie revenge, revenge right. wrestling. So, but then I got to meet like Justin and Jenny and it, it just, it felt so comfortable. I had
0: so much And they're fun. so friendly, so I can only imagine how that went for you. You know what I mean? It's like a oh, giant yeah. family, yeah. no matter whether you're it... part of the show or you're watching the show. Everybody exactly. makes you feel so welcome. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So, um, but I was like, I'm loving this. So I kept going to the Erie shows. I kept coming to the Pittsburgh shows. But also, my eye had kind of caught on dime at that time.
0: Okay okay <laughs> let's on. go so i don't blame you yeah
1: i mean come on the dude's is really good looking so i mean i'm a guy that likes a clean haircut i'm a hairdresser kind of happens muscular tanned tattooed it kind of checks off all the marks no opposite of
0: all of us <laughs>
1: <laughs> so i was i i went to john and i'm like john like you you gotta introduce you gotta like introduce the two of us so so he introduced Elijah to me, and we started talking, and he was like, well, I would be really cool, you know, if you, like, you came to the ring with me, like, you're, you're a hot chick, why not, you know? So I think it was ju- the July show, it was when it was him versus Jamie Jamison, is whenever I came out and made my debut. Now, I didn't really do too much, because I was really, really nervous, because I'm like, this is so new to me, but
0: I, I love that to... you're answering questions to so where I don't even got to ask questions. Like you're <laughs> guys, literally, I'm looking at the notes and you're just answering them perfectly. Like I don't even have to ask.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm just telling you how it is like that, no, no, that, that, it. No, That's, that's it. how I am. Oh yeah. So, but uh, yeah, so I was so nervous and I'm like, I don't really know what to do. So I'm just going to like sit here and be pretty. Cause that's <laughs> what Elijah wants me to do. So, <laughs> Uh, it wasn't really until the next show, whenever it was us versus Sean Spears, okay. is where I really broke out of the box. Now I don't know if you guys were at that match or not. Yeah, I was. Okay.
0: Sean Spears thought our uh, Canadian flag was for him, but it really if sadly <laughs> mistaken, it was Team Storm. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. So but that that was the match where I really came out of the box and started developing my character as Dime Piece.
0: Nice. Prior to all those, did you uh, either yourself or did any of the boys in the back give you any uh, homework as far as valets yeah, or managers yeah, right, right. to watch to help you achieve your role?
1: It wasn't really until after I became Dime Peas whenever like because when you're new in the back, obviously, you got to do you got to pay your respects. Mm-hmm. You, you're you're the you're the new person on the block. You're the green person like you, you got to pay your dues. And so I went back there and instead of like them telling me, I went up to them and asked them, I said, did you guys watch the match? What would you suggest that I do? Because like, there's so many guys, especially the guys that have been doing it for so many years. Mm -hmm. They, they've seen what's good. They've seen what's bad. They see what works. They see what it doesn't. So like, so I'll go to a couple of them and like, I've got, Jock Sampson is one of my man. What it oh, that's our love me too. Love me some Jock Sampson. But like I will talk to him and I would be like hey, what did you think like how were how was this? How was that? Chris Larusso. Like Chris has actually been the one that's uh, Trained me to take some bumps and everything yeah. too so he he's he's also a big one that i've been like asking for advice
0: dime has told us we need to reach out to ha- have him on the pod pretty mm-hmm. soon because we he said we'll gain a lot of knowledge and jock has said that and now you're bringing oh. up his name so chris yeah. if you hear this we need you on the pod asap
1: make sure you make sure you bring your whiskey glass that's for sure
0: yeah for sure <laughs> we're getting some screwball shots
1: oh hell yeah But, uh, yeah, like, a lot of the guys, they've given me advice, um, like, Miss Elizabeth, Sunny, Sensational Cherry, um, I'm trying to think of some of the other girls that they've had, like, but, like, I've done so much research on every single valet that they've given me, and what I try to do is, like, take a little piece from each one and kind of develop my own character off of that. Yeah, for sure. Like, here I am being the pretty woman like Miss Elizabeth, but I'm not afraid to get involved like Sensational Sherry. But yet I have the persona of, like, the model, like, Sunny. Like, just pulling a little bit from each person and developing the dime piece.
0: I like it. I definitely like that. Uh, You basically being a manager for a heel stable with Team Big League and Money Shot. uh, I know Dime is the king of being heckled. And so I I know you've been on the receiving end of that as well. How how has that transition been of not to pull back the curtain but like of reality with with fans not knowing their limit of like keep pushing the button pushing the button and pushing the button. How how has that affected you as far as uh I guess during the show and that have you ever like had that like because if it was real life, you would be like, oh, "I'm throwing a fucking drink on this person." <laughs> right, there, like, or some, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, like that's I guess yeah. what I'm saying like of how how has that transition been? Of like, all right, it's just a show. <laughs> I I got to know my limits.
1: Um, that was actually really easy for me because I did theater in high school, and that's kind of pulling back the curtain a little bit. That's kind of how I view it a little bit because what you see with me in the ring is. Like I said, pulling back the curtain is completely different from who, who Pete is. That is my alter ego and everything. And I, I'm kind of used to it also because with the whole modeling thing, because I've been modeling for about four years and any time that you have a platform where women or men are going to be jealous of you, they're going to tear you down. And I've been dealing with it for years. In addition to not only with my modeling stuff, but when I was in my early 20s, I was married and I got a lot of that shit from my ex-husband. And I I, just needless to say, I, I I'm used to it. Yeah. I'm, used, I'm used to the hate i'm used to the words i'm used to the comments
0: yeah, and at the end of the day it is just it's just words like how you just put it right there you know plus so. we're glad you got away from that situation too oh yeah, god, no god
1: yeah i i've been happily divorced for seven years going on eight and congratulations I, thank you thank you i'll tell you what best decision in my life because if i had not divorced my husband i would not have gotten to where i am today and made me the woman i am today and I'll tell you what, if you would have met me when I first got divorced, I would have I been a completely different person. Completely different.
0: Oh, yeah. You definitely have grown. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, everything I happens for me, a no. reason, though. Right. So it, it don't make you the strong bad bitch you are today. Right. Exactly. Right.
1: Exactly. But yeah, like I said, I get a, I get a lot of that shit all the time with with modeling. I get it with like even in the hair salon, when you work with women, they're going to be petty oh,
0: bitches shit. i didn't ever i didn't even think about that yeah oh, i didn't be.
1: i didn't correlate that myself no yeah. doubt right yeah yeah there's yeah. a lot of pettiness like well she took my customer and this and that and she's a horrible hairdresser oh no yeah i i mean i've been doing hair for 12 years i've been dealing with it for years like i i'm used to it i'm used to the hate but here's the thing i take that hate because i'm a very positive person And I, I I take the hate and I use it to motivate me to prove people wrong. Cause I'll admit, I have a little bit of a chip on my shoulder. I like to prove people wrong. I like to prove people wrong by saying, well, you tell me I can't do this. Guess what? I'm going to do it.
0: Especially in this fucked up world, dude, everybody, it seems like everybody, like that's their way of boosting their, like you basically, they, they, they take all their negative emotion and then try to throw it on somebody else. So like, I'm glad that you're able to take that because a lot of people aren't able to be strong willed enough to take all that negativity and turn it into a positive and figure, fuck you. I'm going to, I'm going to prove you wrong and prove that everything you just said, not only is wrong, but you suck. (laughs)
1: Like, (laughs) Exactly. Exactly.
0: That's the trick to being successful. I think you gotta, I mean, no matter what, if you want to be successful, you're going to get hate. There's not a successful person out there, there who go, has man, no man. hate. So you gotta take that and turn it to something more positive for exactly. yourself. Exactly.
1: That's how you know you made it is when you got haters.
0: Right. For yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. For sure. So basically then going back to meeting John McChesney and everything, I'm I'm assuming then you never really expected to be in the world of professional wrestling.
1: Nope. Had no clue getting into it. I was just like, I'm having fun. Basically, at that point in my life, I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna do whatever makes me happy. Cause like I said, I went through a bad breakup and I was at that point, I was so depressed and anxious because I deal with depression and anxiety, which unfortunately is a very common thing for a lot of people. Yeah, I deal with it as well. It's a faux pas that a lot of people don't like talking about. But I'll tell you what, I am proud to say that yes, I do have depression. Yes, I have anxiety. And I am proud to say that, yeah, I can cope with it. Yeah, I'm working through it. And you, you don't have to live your life miserable. Like, you can make a, you can make a change. Like, I, I'm a prime example. I literally was going through the worst moments of my life. And honest to God, professional wrestling is what got me out of my funk and what really helped me find my confidence.
0: I love I love hearing how that backstory correlates to like basically to especially because of your character like everybody thinks you're this snobby bitch but like really like you just said taking back the curtain just a little bit and showing us the real you like I, if that doesn't make people appreciate you then fuck them whether right. they want to heckle your character or not that that's some real shit you just spoke
1: I, it's oh. true and I mean granted everybody fucks up every so often like there may have been a couple times where I've been drinking and said or done a couple things where it may have been shitty but here's the thing that when you're drinking like obviously that's an altered state but the thing is i'll admit fault i'll be a grown-up about it and the thing is you still got issues about it that's on you not me
0: yeah 100 percent. yeah people that's the biggest thing i think I, i was talking to joe about it recently it's just like don't get me wrong there's a lot of things that people should be quote canceled for but i feel like now everybody's just quick to like all right, well, you hurt my feelings or I didn't like what you said or whatever. So like, you're done. Your career should be done. No one should be your friend, all that. And like, that's not the reality of how like human beings should react. And like,
1: uh, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, how human
0: beings no, are. We're I not, agree. there's not a such no, thing as exactly. a perfect
1: person. It's like, yeah. how about you get the stick out of your, the, what do they, what how's it go? Get the splinter out of your own eye before you get the sliver out of somebody else's eye.
0: I like that. You just put me on the new phrases. Yeah, no, right, yeah, right.
1: It's true,
0: it definitely is. Where do you see yourself in uh, in your career as the dime piece going forward?
1: How, like, how far in advance? Say,
0: say five years, yeah, okay. say five years. Where are you at?
1: Well, I mean, I just got asked by Conquest down in West Virginia to start working with them. Nice, so shout out I them, mean, yeah. So, um, I am going to start doing a little bit more work with 2pw also, but. To be honest, I don't know. We did see our
0: boy Dime on uh, AEW dark, so maybe you'll even be on All Elite Wrestling in the future.
1: Maybe, maybe. And the thing is, I'm not going to – I'm just going to basically enjoy myself and enjoy the life that I'm living. And I – it's weird to say this, but I'm horrible. Get my hopes up. Yes, I set goals for myself to achieve, But I am the worst person to get my hopes up for certain things.
0: Count your chickens before they're hatched.
1: Pretty much. Pretty much. And my mindset of this is is if I get big within the wrestling world, great. If not, I'm having a blast doing this Mm. while I can.
0: Yeah, same thing Same answer. same just thing with my it. modeling
1: career, same thing with my hairdressing career. That's the way I'm looking at it right now. It's like, I'm having a blast doing it right now. I'm not going to stress out over the fact of, am I going to be signed in five years yeah. from now? Like I'm just going to enjoy every single day and work on bettering myself every single day. And if I get signed, great. If not, I'm having a blast doing it.
0: Is that your goal then for yourself is uh, to get signed?
1: It would be cool. Say? I would like that. I mean... That's an ultimate – that's more of a dream.
0: Yeah, I hear you. And I,
1: you. I was going to say because there's a lot of dreams that I've had in the past that I never thought were to come true. And granted, it's been 10, 15 years since I've had those dreams, and they're finally coming true. So that, that's that's one big thing that I do also have to say is don't let your dreams, like, fizzle away. Like, don't don't give up on them because – Yeah, you can set goals for yourself, like, but don't also don't throw away your dreams because I'm legit living my dream jobs. Like, have you I don't know if you've seen those things on Facebook. They're like, if you were working your dream job right now, what would you be doing? I'm I'm living it right now. Honest to God, I am living it. I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life doing my hair stuff, doing my modeling stuff, doing the wrestling stuff and you never know where life's going to take right. you right
0: especially like too, i know some people might be like well you're 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 already talented in uh cosmetology or you're already pretty so you can be a model or all that like us for instance i know me and joe wanted to be wrestlers from the time we were fucking 4 years old right. till now and then like that was actually the Sean Phoenix incident that like we were both kind of like oh yeah we're going on this side of the barricade but like <laughs> but like we were like all right let's let's still involve ourselves in this community with yeah. something like there's not many podcasts. There's not many of anything. So like, let's still put ourselves in that realm, just in a different light. You know what I mean?
1: I mean, obviously you guys are making waves considering the whole thing with the pandemic. And now there's a whole new section for the IWC award yeah. yeah. and you guys got it. Yeah. It's the eccentric it's section yeah. podcast. Yeah. I mean, it. I've, I've done can crashers. I've done dart uh dark match podcast and now I've done you guys Hell so it's yeah. like and so it's really cool the fact like I get to be a part of this too and like it's it's also a nice thing in addition with today's day and age of being able to break the wall that the third wall where it's like people that are on the outside of the ring being able to connect with the people that are on the inside of the ring
0: yeah and that was the biggest reason we wanted to do this cuz i know like after the casino show uh, the, oh, I guess that was the last time IWC had that, like, getting to talk to, like, RC and, like, Argos and Dime and all of them, and, like, don't get me wrong, a lot of the guys don't want to break character at all, but, like, uh, getting to know a lot of the guys and getting to hear their backstory yeah, and all that, I'm like, I want other people to be able to hear this, like, granted on how much ever the person wants to share with the people, but, like, at the end of the day, we're all human beings, and hearing, like, people's backstories and how they got to where they are and what made them do what they do, and, all that stuff that, that that's the biggest reason we ended up wanting to do yeah, it. and like we just and we were like makes yeah it makes your makes your yeah, character man, i know for me i i was like you people, guys like... deserve you guys deserve our platform you know what i mean like you guys needed somewhere to be able to also like do this and like cut just promos be yourself like, beside your character yeah and, yeah yeah so yeah we're super excited to be able to do this
1: oh yeah and and it's really cool because it's like I know for me personally, like I'm not afraid to tell my story as to where I got today. I am not afraid to tell my story. Like, and like I said, it, it kind of is somewhat of a chip on my shoulder to help build my character of Dime Piece. And it's okay once in a while to let that alter ego fly. Cause that's I'm what I do. 100%. That's what I do. As soon as I go through those curtains, that's Dime Piece. That's, that's Julia <laughs> Lynn. That's, that's, that's that girl. That's that bitch.
0: Do you uh do you plan on training to do any in ring competition?
1: Not as a professional wrestler. Um, I've do, I've done some training, like I said, like yeah, you I, said,
0: Larusso was teaching LaRusso, you how to
1: yeah, yeah. So should be interesting with this uh with Saturday's show. Yeah, yeah we'll get
0: to that. We'll get to that. Let's move on to your modeling, though. I mean, recently, pandemic or not, you would probably be gaining the same amount of attention. Uh, you gained a lot of your attention on your modeling, especially having your featured spots in Rockstar Magazine. Uh, yes. Earlier, you said you've been modeling for what four years?
1: Yes. This okay. is my fourth. This is my fourth year doing it.
0: Okay. So, what was your experience like with Rockstar specifically? Because I know that they've helped build you up, and you've helped build them up. So, like, what's that relationship been like?
1: It has been absolutely amazing. Like, it, it's crazy because I was actually on. I actually did a Zoom call with the publisher yesterday. And we were talking about how crazy things have been since last year. So it started out with, on Instagram, a rockstar's dream lingerie. It was uh, just this one girl on Instagram that's from Pittsburgh. She had a lingerie company that she was trying to build, help support it. Basically, another way for models, like online models, to help build their their repertoire and she had seen that I had done some shoots and stuff so she had reached out to me asked me if I want to be a part of it and I'm like yeah sure no problem and so this was like February so right before right before COVID had shut down and then when we had shut down so basically it was like a monthly subscription for lingerie and then they were like well we want to go beyond that so let's so my buddy Mike this dude He's also based out of Pittsburgh. He's a publisher, and he has published over two hundred Amazon bestsellers.
0: Shout so out, Mike. Nice yeah,
1: Mike, Mike <laughs> Fallett for Rockstar's Dream. Um, actually, he just launched his, I think it's tenth book called The Inner Circle, but it's basically nice,
0: nice little so, uh, full circle there,
1: huh? Yeah. So it's uh but I mean, he's he's an entrepreneur. He like doesn't. Like he's his own boss, and he was like, You know what? We're going to start this magazine. So if you want to be a part of it, enter your picture, write a little bio about yourself. So I'm like, Well, fuck yeah. Like, I've had one, like, out of my entire modeling career, I've only had one magazine publication. So why not? Let's add to it.
0: Yeah.
1: So I write a little bio about myself, enter a couple pictures, and of course, I add the whole wrestling thing. Instantly, I get a message back. Oh my god, I'm a huge wrestling fan. <laughs> would Fuck you be yeah. will, would you be willing to write an article about yourself as Dying Peace? So, I'm like, "Hell yeah, let's do it." Hell yeah.
0: Do you feel that that is what pushed your relationship with him was strictly the rela- the, the wrestling or do you feel it would have happened regardless?
1: I feel like it helped. It was a major help cuz in addition to him having interest in me as within the wrestling world he was like it'd be really cool since you're a little bit more well known in the public eye like let's interview you on facebook live cool instantly he and i were able to like interview and we were totally comfortable with each other a hundred percent like we had never met before in person ever and he's like it would be really cool if i could bring you on for a four episode podcast podcast it, down to pittsburgh and this was during the whole pandemic so i was out of work so i'm like yeah and yeah, he said i'll pay i'll pay you for it for your travel i'll pay you for the podcast and everything heck yeah, yeah free yeah. free money under the table why not yeah for sure so we had some fun with it um it was all, it's also really cool because um it's actually the same studio where Corey grave does his podcast with, um, oh my god, Carmela? Yeah, with Carmela. Oh my god, I blanked out on her name for a second. That's all good. But, but like that, I actually got a picture with Corey Graves the one day because we were actually recording an advertisement for the magazine the one time I was down there, and they actually were coming in to record a podcast right after we were done, so we were able to meet them, which was really really That's cool.
0: That's dope. Did they give you any advice for your podcast?
1: Um, Not for our podcast. It was more like them asking me questions. He was more Mike was more asking me questions about like my thoughts on like music and the whole pandemic and the wrestling world. Uh, there were even some times where he was joking around saying that I threw a chair. So he had to call the cops on me because <laughs> he said that. Oh, I got upset. Chris Jericho was a better wrestler than some other guy, but <laughs>
0: it's probably the um, truth, though. So don't I mean, be mad.
1: Yeah. So.
0: So uh, speaking of Chris Jericho, though, Rockstar Magazine actually gave you an opportunity that I think you would like to elaborate on on our podcast. <laughs> so uh, tell us more about that.
1: So that's actually a really funny story. So the first magazine that we had for Rockstar's Dream. Now, the big thing that we that like I I've also become really big within Rockstar's Dream and like getting input in with the magazine. Mike Mike has been bouncing a ton of ideas off of me, but the whole persona of Rockstar's Dream is living the Rockstar life. And he's a huge wrestling fan, like I had said. And he basically like Chris Jericho lives that Rockstar Fucking dream. Right. hundred yeah. percent. Oh, so that in our first episode. Like, our first magazine issue that we had was there was an article about him. And so then our second issue that we had, I remember I had posted a little, like, boomerang video on my Twitter. And that is where everything just came to where it is today. Um, so... Chris Jericho actually liked my post on Twitter of the boomerang of the magazine. He started following me on Twitter, and then he messaged me. He DM'd me saying, "Hey, that's really awesome! Congratulations on your publication."
0: Why two J sliding in the DMs is is, is <laughs> unreal. <laughs>
1: I, and to be honest, I was geeking out because it's yeah, like,
0: I was gonna say you had to have just been starstruck. I would have threw know I mean? up. Like, like I'm sure you, you know, you've like. Do your thing. You talk to people. You know what I mean. But for for Chris Jericho, you know, to have noticed, like, oh yeah, I would have threw up. Yeah, exactly. I I was
1: legit. I was at work at the salon, and I had to go in the back. Fuck some
0: guy's (laughs) hair (laughs) up.
1: So I I was legit in the back room geeking out, and the girls were like, "What is wrong?" And I'm like, "Chris fucking Jericho just started following me and messaged me on Twitter." That's and insane. they're not really big into wrestling, but they know who he is. Yeah, cool,
0: cool. And
1: I'm, like, geeking out over everything. So I'm, like, oh, my God, thank you so much. That's really – thank you. That Like, I, that's a real honor, especially coming from you. So he's asked – then he, like, replies back saying, like, where was the shoot at and everything. Like, ask me questions about it. I'm, like, holy shit. Like, is this guy, like, for real? Like, he's actually asking me about the shoot. And throughout the day, like it was scattered throughout the day, but then he actually gave me his cell phone number and he said, text me. I'll get your messages faster that way. And I'm like, wait, what, what, what? (laughs) So I message him and we start having conversation and literally instantly he and I just clicked. Like we talked about everything. And I like, at the same time, I'm like, is this even real? Right. But he sent me a text message with his voice. So, like, I could tell it was him. We had talked. He, we actually talked on the phone and FaceTimed. And, um, I would also have for like, sure
0: he, threw up then seeing uh, him come <laughs> on the other <laughs> side the of the phone. It would have been yeah, uh, right there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so at the point where, uh, well, actually, whenever he first followed me and everything, I messaged the publisher for the magazine and I'm like, Geeking out over everything. <laughs> you
0: said Mike, I told you he's a better wrestler than whoever you
1: <laughs> <laughs> actually he's the one that said it apparently in the podcast. Uh, but. Okay. But uh, so Chris and I were texting and everything, and I had sent him pictures of our first issue where I said, Well, with the magazine that you had liked on my Twitter, like our first issue, we had an article about you in it. And so I sent him like the video of it, like a video of it, and he's like, Well, that's really cool. He's like, Well, how about for your next issue, you actually interview me for it?
0: Fuck yeah!
1: So he offered for the interview.
0: That's fucking crazy, dude.
1: And I'm sitting there like, is this is this dude for real? Like you this threw dude up that- on top
0: of the throw up,
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> so like, I'm still starstruck about all of this. I'm like, for, the fact that he even acknowledged me on social media. Yeah. Messaged me and like followed we're continuing you. this conversation. Followed me. The fact that he was willing to do an interview blew my freaking mind. Blew my freaking mind. So I, again, told the publisher about it. He starts geeking out.
0: Oh, 100%.
1: He says, if you get this interview, I guarantee I will get you the cover for Rockstar's Dream for our one-year anniversary. I said, done deal. So, um, and I also had talked to Jericho about, like, going down to Florida for a little mini vacation. He's like, well, yeah, because then that way you can interview me there in person. I'll hook you up with AEW tickets. And I'm like, oh, heck yeah. You know? So that's
0: fucking nuts, dude. So I'm like excited. <laughs> this, this story's in the past and it's not me. And I'm still yeah, like so, yo, yo, so, so tell me more.
1: I had to I had to keep this under wraps. Yeah, that was the most difficult thing. Oh, yeah. I could not tell anybody this was going on and like i i only told a couple people i was going to jacksonville um but like i didn't want to say like it was happening to
0: start making up lies and stuff like yeah i'm gonna watch the jaguars practice
1: or i'm just going i had vacation time (laughs) and And i'm a horrible liar i really am and it's like i had to make up some excuse for me to go but until after it was set in stone that I had the interview and everything which was also really interesting because when I was down there and I went to the well actually before I went well I'll say when I went to the show Wardlow saw me and he was like what are you doing in Jacksonville (laughs) and I'm like um I'm here on vacation (laughs) (laughs) so but it was it was really really cool like when I went up to meet him in his hotel room to hang out and get to talk to him more like right before the interview like, he opened up the door and he was like, holy shit, you're real. And I'm like, <laughs> me? You're the one that, like, I'm you're like. You're Chris
0: Jericho, for Christ's Chris sake.
1: Chris Jericho. Exactly. exactly. You're dying
0: piece. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's because Chris no, that- Jericho has the IWC network for only 9 yeah. <laughs>
1: Hey, there you go.
0: Shameless plug right there.
1: Right, right. But this was what was funny. So, the week that I was there was the dinner debonair. The week before, Elijah was on AEW Dark.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think you got the better end of the deal. He caught an elbow to the face. (laughs) He He did. He did, man. But yeah. taking an elbow to the face by Chris Jericho is still not that bad. I was take it, super that was good an elbow to the face from Chris Jericho. Yeah, no, I mean the fact Jericho. that
1: we, the fact that we both got to interact with Chris Jericho. I yeah. mean that that's, that's saying. I do prefer your
0: time. way though. I, <laughs> I rather you. interview him than take an <laughs> elbow.
1: Interview and having drinks and everything, yeah. bullshit and talking about rock and roll and music and everything. Uh, yeah, his podcast, awesome. oh my god, like he he's such a legit dude. Like so cool to hang out with. Like. I like I legit like how I'm talking with you guys is legit how he and I are. He's so cool. So so laid back, like a great mind, great personality.
0: That's so. awesome. Especially with you being in the wrestling business, too. I'm sure you were able to pick his mind a little bit to get yeah. advice.
1: I was actually. Yeah, because um, I have a couple of the the IWC matches for, on my pay-per-view because I'm a smart girl and I subscribe for it for $9.99 to mine at (laughs) iwcwrestling.com. Let's go, baby. So, but I was showing him some of the clips and he was, so he did give me some pointers and everything. So, not only am I looking to him as a friend, but I'm also looking to him as a mentor. Yeah, did you ever the-
0: think that Chris Jericho, you know, would be giving you some pointers? You know yeah. what I mean? That's no, crazy.
1: No.
0: That's fucking Not,
1: crazy. not at all. And- it's like
0: the equivalent of Bob Ross teaching you how to fucking hang. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. legendary, dude.
1: Exactly. That's so he, he's definitely a really good guy to like, for me to get advice from, like, like any time of his shows, like, yeah. I'll, text, I'll text him and be like, you know this was really good. It was like I was confused about this, but on top of that, like Chris is one of those people that is a big mastermind behind the creativity of AEW. um Like the whole dinner debonair thing was one of his ideas, and obviously you guys saw how that went. And yeah. it like did you guys expect a freaking musical to happen? No. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was exactly. staring at the
0: gills and I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on?
1: Oh, yeah. But that's another thing. Like, with with me doing stuff with the Rockstar's Dream magazine, because now, now that I had the interview, I scored, I'm scoring the cover. So, March, yeah. March 2021, Rockstar's Dream magazine, yours truly will be on the cover. Oh, yeah. You said March? March th- yeah, March 2021. Happy
0: birthday to me, baby. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> I-, I want, I want a fresh.
1: Fresh my birthday too. Oh. my birthday, birthday, too. my birthday, March When's 15th.
0: You're... Oh, I'm 10 days after you.
1: I'm 20. Uh, uh, you're the same as my sister.
0: Oh, shit. Hey, nice. Oh. Your sister's so, got a better birthday than
1: that. But uh, yeah, so I scored the cover out of that. And because my interview with him went so well, I had so many people, like, once they realized that it was like a legit, actual interview for the December magazine. That was the first issue for Rockstar's Dream that ever sold out. Yeah. That's completely awesome. sold that's
0: out. So, yeah, that's so sick.
1: And it was a lot of people told me it was because of the interview with Chris Jericho. But not only that, the publisher told me that there were so many other people that are well known that are coming in. Like, there's a car guy that he bought like 15 Lamborghinis last year just for fun. There's Fuck a guy you. who has, um, He's a fashion. He's like fashion guy in New York City, and he has um, Tommy Hilfiger on Speedo.
0: Nice. That's fucking. Crazy. That
1: and these are guys that are going to be writing in this magazine.
0: Oh shit! Okay. Oh, shit. So do so, you think? Do you think with you having that relationship now with Chris Jericho and being in the magazine frequently, and now you said you're going to do all the wrestling columns? I am. Yes. Do you? Do you think that you guys will be exclusively to doing things with like? Uh all elite wrestling or do you think you're open game to anything?
1: We're open game to anything because okay. um
0: do you think opportunities will be more uh presentable due to your relationship with Jericho and him being able to like kind of hey, my friend here wants to do an interview with you. You okay. know what I mean? Like a little but bit they, of influence from him.
1: Here's here's the thing. Like I'm not going to take advantage of my friendship with him.
0: Oh, 100%. Like,
1: like like that's that's not the type of person I am. I'm not going to expect things like I I'm one of those people like I like to earn things on my own I hate it when things are given to me I don't expect to get it any connections because I'm friends with him if I get a connection great That's respectable. Is, I also know that people within the magazine know other people too so it's like I'm not going to rely on my friendship with Chris Jericho to get connections with other people it would be cool if I could. But no, I'm not going to I'm not going to rely on that because yeah. I feel I feel like that would just be disrespectful to our friendship.
0: Yeah, I, I can. Uh, that's definitely respectable, too. Whether he's famous or not, there's just the respect factor you guys have between each other. That's awesome.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I I mean, who knows? I could interview Don't Call Steve Austin. I could interview John Cena. I could interview. I, I don't know, like any more of the AEW guys. Impact, Ring of Honor, like anybody within the wrestling world because we're not just going to limit ourselves to AEW because but I mean obviously right now I've got connections with AEW but I'm not we're not going to limit ourselves to that because with this magazine it's an entertainment magazine
0: not just that but if it's a developing magazine right now and it's on the on the growth you just said about the the other popular names the non-wrestling related though let let some of the opportunities present themselves to you guys because now with with the names of Jericho and the guy that's friends with Tommy Hill figure that once those big names start getting in there, your guys are going to be the magazine that they want to be in. Mm -hmm. You don't have to ask them. You know what I mean?
1: Exactly. Exactly. And it's just crazy. The fact that literally all of this has happened just because one girl slid in my DMS that back last year in February, because she wanted me to be a lingerie model for her. That is nice. all. This is all of this stuff with the magazine. Effect. It literally is. All this has happened within a year, and I'll tell you what. My modeling career has grown so much in the pandemic. I've had four publications with Rockstar's Dream. I've had a total, actually, a total, not just with Rockstar's Dream, but with other magazines. I've had a total of seven publications in 2020.
0: Oh, good for you. You're doing your thing out here. the oh, yeah. pandemic.
1: And that's exactly it. I have to hustle. Like uh, there's, you can't be, you can't stunt your growth. You have to keep going.
0: Is there anybody, it doesn't even have to be wrestling. Is there anybody that you can think of off the top that you would definitely want to interview in that magazine? Mm. Oh God. Give us your top three that come to your mind. Let's, let's do it that way. Wrestling wise. Anybody. It could be.
1: Well, here's the thing. It's like, I'm focusing more on the yeah, wrestling Yeah, I guess you're, yeah, no,
0: my bad. You're, yeah, you definitely are wrestling Call Okay, so wrestling column, then. Who's your top three that you would love to, like to talk to right now?
1: Mick Foley. I would love to interview Mick Foley. Um, I would love to interview Stone Cold Steve Austin. i
0: feel like to be
1: the like great the, one. That, that is like the big See? one. You're speaking right things there.
0: into the universe. If we got Jericho, you're already...
1: You, I know. These can happen.
0: These can definitely happen. I know.
1: Happen. Um, it would be really cool to either interview john cena or rick flair
0: like fuck it you can interview all four of them i know three
1: i know that's the thing is i'm not limiting myself we're blowing the roof off of this
0: period rockstar magazine what's it rockstar's dream right
1: yes rockstar's Rockstars dream 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 Magazine.
0: magazine make sure everybody go out there and cop that and follow them on all the social medias
1: And also, here's a new thing that we're doing for this next issue. If you decide to get Rockstar's Dream Magazine and if you decide to sign up for the IWC Wrestling Pay-Per-View, if you use the keyword Rockstar under the Rockstar Dream Pay-Per-View thing there, you will get your first month for free. For free, people. You heard that
0: first. For free. (laughs) And you're in a pandemic right now, so free is fucking lit
1: exactly save your first month. get basically get a test run with it with the code word rockstar or r-o-c-k-s-t-a-r
0: and you'll be sucked in you ain't getting out of you, this you'll you get the best, out of this
1: you'll get the best independent wrestling on this side of the united states
0: you love us some promo codes we love them <laughs> damn right Okay, well, we'll go, we'll touch back on your modeling because we went deep down the Chris, Chris Jericho uh, wormhole. <laughs> have, have you uh, dealt with any creepy people in the industry of modeling? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> God, yeah. You got any stories you'd like to share? Um, that won't incriminate them, even though you probably would like them to be.
1: Well, the thing is, I block all the weirdos. Uh, there was one dude. And I know for a fact that this guy not only messaged me, but three other girls in the wrestling community that they wanted, he wanted to buy some underwear from the girls that were you. <laughs> oh. he's, like, he's like, I want to see a picture of your underwear drawer. I want to, I want to pick them oh, out he myself. Pick <laughs> the he wanted to pick of the drawer. He wanted to pick them out himself. And he said, The longer you wear them, the more
0: I'll pay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, i don't understand that dog like socks and underwear like guys are like yo like the fucking the grosser it is the better Wait, it is socks is like- yeah. i have never You've heard of never the heard socks? socks no oh, i've never heard the people program. with
1: feet fetishes i've had i had somebody who wanted me to have like a <laughs> like a race car have like a video of me like have with a race car going over my feet
0: fuck yeah what
1: my best friend i, I
0: hope you did that did you do that
1: yeah, That's that was, easy money. That was easy, easy
0: money i'm just saying yeah. though my it's ba- creepy but if someone wants to buy my underwear for a good amount of money i will, <laughs> I will yeah, no code up, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but here uh, uh people are telling me well have one of the guys wear it and i'm like why would i have a guy wear women's underwear
0: Get that extra oh that extra smell on there. He wasn't expecting <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking gross. <laughs> that's fucking nasty. Oh man. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah, my best friend, she uh had some dude that wanted her to step on pizza.
0: Fuck yeah. Sometimes you gotta fucking one-two step on a pizza. Don't ever disrespect pizza. Exactly.
1: Like but the thing is, if you're getting more money out of it, then oh, you can 100%. buy more pizza. I
0: oh, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of uh, creepy people, and I'm not kink shaming or anything shaming people, though, but OnlyFans is basically gaining attention and stuff. Have you uh, considered venturing into that or any other forms of like adult modeling or cosplays or anything?
1: I do cosplay. Um, I do. So I do have OnlyFans, but I leave it to like my lingerie stuff. Um, I just started it. Um, but I do leave it to my lingerie. So like, I'm going to start limiting the stuff that I post on Instagram, uh, with the lingerie stuff that I post. Cause I do post a lot of stuff. So basically if
0: you've been lucky enough to see it on IG, then you're going to, your luck's running out and you better join the only thing.
1: Yeah. So, so what I'm, what I'm basically going to do is like, if I'll post like a picture or two from the set. And then if you want to see the full set check yeah, it out that's what out. most exactly. models
0: are doing now they're doing like just a little sneak peek on instagram then they either have their own website exactly. or only fans if you want to see all of it you go subscribe
1: exactly exactly and it's like you know why not if people are making comments already and like they want to see it why not make a buck or two out of it
0: no doubt you just said you had fucking a toy car go over your feet so that's any, what. I, yeah anything exactly possible, anything exactly. Possible in 2021 yeah. You said you cosplayed. <laughs> what have you cosplayed as?
1: Um, I've done steampunk. Um, I did a really big photo shoot with that. Like, I'll do like a lot of like other crazy stuff. I- I- I'm still building my repertoire, but a lot of my costumes and cosplay are based off of like the
0: lingerie stuff. That well, I, I know cosplaying so. is a huge market. There's a lot of people out there who love just- You could probably. Put that within your uh fan thing too. I'm sure just right that alone on, yeah. could bring a whole nother market.
1: Oh, oh, hands down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's definitely a big market for it for sure. Yeah.
0: You did the Punisher too, didn't you? Or was that a Halloween? I game? yes,
1: that was a, uh, kind of a combination of both. Um, I bought the I bought it for Halloween, but it was so like well done that I was like, I could totally do this as a cosplay yeah, and build yeah. off of it. And a lot of the times, like my Halloween costumes, I buy the stuff so I can use it again for different cosplays. I'm actually looking. I'm looking through my phone right now so that I can show you guys a picture of my steampunk that I had. Because I know you guys have seen my Punisher one that I've done.
0: That's what made me ask. I, I don't remember. I don't, I'm almost positive you made the caption to like cosplay or Halloween. And I, yeah,
1: I because I was curious. I'm like, should I do this for cosplay or for Halloween? So. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm. I do the cosplay stuff. Like I'm, I'm a am a classic video game kind of girl. Like Legend of Zelda is my gaming type. You know.
0: Chalker, that's your realm, buddy. Oh yeah, I'm not too well into Zelda, but I am a big fan. And I mean, you played wrestling with your old hometown buddies too on the game. So, speaking of that, I, I meant to ask you earlier too. Was your wrestling character? What was your uh, wrestling character's name in the video games?
1: Oh, it was Julia. Oh, okay. Was what was just, your like, finisher? Do you remember? No, nah, I mean that was nah, that I was, was, like, reaching. I was, was reaching it. was the walls of Jericho,
0: baby. Was-
1: <laughs> <laughs> that that's when I was still married. So a lot of a lot of the time when I was married is kind of mentally blocked out. But, I feel you. But let's see if that'll show up on the camera or not. There you go.
0: That's dope. Oh yeah, no, it looks That's somewhere.
1: my that's my steampunk, so
0: that's sick. Yeah. Now do you prefer doing the cosplay over normal modeling?
1: Oh no, I prefer regular modeling. i I, I like running around in my underwear who doesn't
0: that's why i feel
1: that's why i feel completely comfortable running around in those booty shorts prop top where i'm high knee high boots and fishnet stockings like that is my element like i like wearing sexy attire like why not have a little booty cheek hangout? I feel comfortable <laughs> doing it.
0: I try it in the co Yeah, I was going to say if I could, you know, go to the oh, shows and my boxers comfortable, <laughs> I don't think anyone would like that. I'm just trying to sell my boxers and people <laughs> on the co Have a cargo. A couple over bucks out pizza. of that.
1: <laughs> Step on some pizza. <laughs> uh,
0: how has your your work in the modeling industry helped you in your wrestling?
1: Uh, it's definitely. I feel, feel like it's actually kind of reverse. My wrestling has helped my modeling yeah. career. Okay. Because, um, I mean, my modeling stuff was good before, but like I was saying before, wrestling really is what helped me build my confidence back up when I was going through my depression. And because I was realizing, like, I was making a difference in the world. Like, here I, for the longest time, I was like, no, I'm not doing anything for the world or anything like that. I'm just being me, whatnot. Like, nobody really likes my pictures. I'm, I'm an I'm okay-looking girl. And then once I looked at my Instagram, and I was like, all right, I'm at, you know, just over 600 followers. Well, today, I'm almost at 4,000.
0: That's nuts. Well, do you like the yeah. wrestling more or the modeling more, then?
1: Uh, that's like picking a favorite child.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how I felt. Whenever hey. he asked you that, I was like, oh, you can't. She can't, yeah. pick. She can't you, pick. You
1: can't make me choose. You cannot make me choose. I secretly
0: like you better. <laughs> I don't know. Chaka's mom, there's one of three, and I don't, I don't think she likes him. So. <laughs> her office, she has an, like her office is just all my sisters, and then there's one baby photo of me, <laughs> There's <laughs> one photo, and there's at least fifty other ones. It's you with your little karate outfit at like the age of four? <laughs> that was the last time you made her proud.
1: <laughs> I got my yellow belt, mom. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, shit. To elaborate on your uh, modeling, <laughs> yeah. though, as somebody that's like covered from basically head to toe in tattoos, I know you've been able to show off a lot of your ink in your modeling. <laughs> uh, yep. I was wondering if you wanted to touch on any of those. Like I know you have like the Phantom of the Opera tattoo. And earlier you kind of mentioned that you were in theater.
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, I actually just got that tattoo expanded. Oh,
0: shit. So really?
1: it was on my hip down to my thigh. I actually got it now up my my ribs.
0: So we'll be seeing that Saturday so, probably. What we'll to see that yeah. Saturday, yeah. You'll be
1: seeing that Saturday. Nice. Um so Phantom of the Opera is one of my favorite musicals. I grew up in a very musical family, playing instruments. I actually learned how to read music before I could read words.
0: Holy my, fuck.
1: Yeah, yeah music that's, music that's is great. a big part of my life. Um my mom and dad both play musical instruments.
0: Do you still know how to read it? Oh yeah. Playing. Oh yeah. I didn't know if it was like something you learned and then just like I didn't use no that.
1: no no that's something my I'll never forget because it's literally been ingrained in me all my life
0: that's so. Sad.
1: um my I mean I played instruments since I was in second grade like I've been reading it since I was a little kid um I I'm a high school marching band nerd I did it all through high school drum major my senior year I actually coached marching band for six years so Oh wow, yeah like, for
0: six years fuck that's something yeah. everybody wouldn't expect Don piece to say yeah, yeah no, that's I, badass
1: i'm a band geek i'm a co. i did coaching for a little while of
0: All trades, model we wrestle uh, I, we're in band mm, hair. yeah nothing this world yeah. oh, can't can do man. jesus christ yeah no it keeps <laughs> adding up i yeah i didn't know all this fuck oh
1: yeah i'm a woman of many many hats Hell, yeah. and talents shit but that's uh sick. yeah so, only 30 right yeah i'll be 31 next christ. month christ
0: you're going yeah, to be a start- Fucking astronaut by the age of fifty. Elon Musk. He's mind? gonna be the next <laughs> one in the in the magazine. Elon <laughs> needs. To hire. Oh my god, that would be so badass.
1: That would be cool, but uh, I, yeah, the Phantom of the Opera is, was a big impact on my life because that was one of the biggest musicals that I fell in love with at a young age, and it had a major impact on me because my grandparents are a huge were a huge impact on my life. I mean, my so. I saw *Family of the Opera live in Pittsburgh in like 2015 and then something told me to go visit her and I was all dressed to the nines with the guy I was dating at the time. I had a full mink coat and everything, like real fur yeah, mink yeah. and everything. And I went and visited my grandma. She was in a nursing home, 93 years old. That was unfortunately the last time I got to see her because she oh. passed away a week later. She lived a good life though. Yeah. Nin- 93 years yeah. old though. Fuck
0: yeah, I'll be happy. I, mean, I hit 60.
1: I mean, she she was she was a sassy woman, like had no filter when she got in her 80s and 90s. I mean, so that tattoo is in memory of her, her husband, who's my grandfather. There's a tattoo on my inner left arm that's right here. Uh, It says, I love you, a bushel and a peck and a hug around the neck. And it's a song from Hello, Dolly, another musical. But he used to sing it to me all the time since I was a little girl. So and he was like my inspiration to wanting to, to do things like don't take no for an answer. Don't take people's crap like be you. You're my princess like you're going to be a queen someday. So yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. that's sick. So I love there's... tattoos that relate back to family. Right. Don't get me wrong. I got a lot of stupid ass tattoos, but like like me having like a Leo on my face and then like. Right. The 27 is like a big number in my family. And then my mm-hmm. heart under my eyes, like looking over things that I've loved. You know what I mean? Well,
1: you've seen my right shoulder, right?
0: Yeah. And that was my next question. I was going to say, so what does your crossword tattoo say?
1: It's all my grandparents and great grandparents' last names. It's in the format of a crossword puzzle. That's
0: super cool. Yes. Yeah, and now Dude, how the reason. Design?
1: Not hard at all, actually, because, um, my mom's side of the family, we would always play Scrabble together, and my dad's side of the family, we would always do crossword puzzles together. Now, what I did was I got all the names, I went online to a crossword puzzle maker, typed uh, in yeah. all the names, and then one- you cheated. And once you I saw on both that families I it.
0: doing it, I just Googled it. Wow, that's <laughs>
1: it was actually my my older sister was the one that came up with the design for it oh, that's and, super dope I like oh, and yeah. I, I sent it to my artist the one that did my phantom tattoo and he was like that's going to be the most difficult thing for me to do because of all the straight lines and so so he but that's the one on my right shoulder my left shoulder it says just breathe with a musical breath mark in between it to remind me to just breathe through my anxiety and that was when she was apprenticing and now she's like full blown, like tattoo artist, watercolor, like sibling, like she's amazing. Um, I have a pair of scissors who, on my who wrist.
0: Is, who is your artist? If you don't mind me asking, we can plug. Um, in.
1: His name is Troy Koch. Uh, he is one of the, him and three other artists own sanctuary tattoo in Erie off of Liberty, uh, Liberty street. So sanctuary tattoo, Troy Koch,
0: I bet. shout out them.
1: Um, And then my friend who did my left shoulder, that's Tristan. She's also one of the co-owners for Sanctuary. And then I have the scissors on my hand that Troy also did. I have a little Navi from Legend of Zelda on my arm.
0: You're our second guest that has a Zelda tattoo. Xander has one as well.
1: I know he does. I know he does. Um, But my friend Ryan, she also is part of Sanctuary Tattoo. Um, I have a music note part on my left ankle for me and my sisters because it was something we've been thinking about doing for a long time. So,
0: I'm do you think you'll eventually head to... get all sleeved up and stuff, or do you just want like little ones here and there that are all meaningful to you?
1: I've been thinking about getting sleeves, um, you would at pull least, it off at least one sleeve. Um, but
0: you say that now, I think I know, I know. One I... <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, my best friend, like he started out like, yeah, I'll do a half sleeve. And now we went for full sleeve. And I'm like, OK,
0: before we know it, you'll have your face tattooed, and you'll be telling us to vote <laughs> for you to get in uh, the ink magazine <laughs> like everybody's be doing. In- I
1: mean, I could if I really wanted to. But I mean, yeah. I'm not the kind of person to be like, please vote for me. Yeah. Like I all I give those girls all the credit in the world. But I am just not one of those kind of people
0: don't get me wrong like shout out to all the girls that do that but like it's almost like how like OnlyFans was when it first came out I felt like it was almost like panhandling on social media to where it was like you get so bombarded with it to where it almost makes you like disinterested in it
1: and that's exactly it and that's exactly why I'm not doing that is because I want to I don't want to do it by people voting like I want to earn the spot that's that's how my best friend's been doing it and she's been published over 20 times and has had 12 covers
0: all right so uh you also mentioned about working for a salon Mm -hmm. and being a cosmetologist and that uh if i do remember correctly too did you mention you were a manager at it as well
1: yes yes i am i'm currently a manager at a salon in erie it's called cost cutters um it's right just off the highway off of 79 and 26th street so it's a nice little nice little hair salon but i've been managing salons for about five years, but I've been doing hair for 12. Oh,
0: Okay. Are you, is that place strictly like hair styling and cutting or does it offer like other services like tanning and like nails and stuff?
1: We used to have tanning, but we got rid of the tanning beds, but there's a nail salon that's right next door. I got
0: you. I mean, you mentioned you cut John McChesney's hair, basically mm-hmm. the full butterfly effect of getting in the wrestling business. Isn't is there me- anybody else you help stay fresh? <laughs>
1: I mean, sometimes the guys in the locker room are like, "Hey, can you line me up?" or "Hey, can I get a quick fade?" I know uh, once in a while I cut a uh, CJ Sensations hair. Hell
0: yeah! Shout out CJ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love
1: but he's he's been doing the buzz cut since. Uh, props to him since he's been out of rehab. I'm so dude. I'm so proud of him he's doing so yeah, good since too. he got out of rehab. Me like, and him
0: were just talking about having him back on the pod too. So like just to give a little update. And yeah. But everything from what he told me has been going great. So I'm definitely proud of him as you were just saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I would cut his hair once in a while, but like a couple of the guys were like, Hey, can you bring your trimmers? Can you bring your scissors? So, so I can make sure that they look lined up and fresh for the show.
0: Okay. So besides modeling, wrestling, cutting people's hair for fun, all that good stuff. Uh, what are some other things we could catch you doing for fun outside of wrestling when outside of all those things? actually, I was
1: going to say, yeah. like, when when do I have free time? Yeah, no, it um, sounds like
0: you're busy as all. Fuck, dude.
1: I am a pretty busy girl. Like once in a while, I'll work at the bar and sell shots on the weekends. But a lot of times my weekends are taken up by modeling and wrestling.
0: So. Do you like being do you prefer just being busy? You know what I mean?
1: I do, and yeah. and that, that's part of my coping mechanism for my anxiety because right. when I get anxious, I start getting into my own head, and it's like if I'm sitting there alone... I,
0: yeah. I, you,
1: and you know how it is. It's like you start thinking, like, what the hell am I doing? Like, uh, am I doing this wrong? Like, why won't this person talk to me? Like, what, what the fuck am I doing? Mm. And so, like, that's why, like, my best friend, like, lets me come and watch his dog because it's like, here, I've got this companion that I can hang out with yeah. or, like... Or I'm always like grabbing dinner with friends or having wings or I'll go to my local corner bar and hang out with all the locals there and have dinner. So
0: I just keep your mind off things, you know, Mm -hmm. legit,
1: legit. And or I'll do Zoom calls with my family because my parents are still down in Pittsburgh while I'm in Erie. And so
0: so you had back to that that you just said about them living in Pittsburgh and you grew up in Pittsburgh. What part of Pittsburgh were you from? Uh, Gibsonia. Okay so like Chaco is actually from Gibsonia. I thought that's where he, I had heard you say you were from before. Yeah. So so between both of you were some hidden hidden gems out that way that that somebody listening right now could be like, "Oh, Gibsonia, I'm going to I'm going to hit this little
1: Narcissus Winery off of 910."
0: Okay. What do you, you know Chaco? What do you know about can't that? Choco? Say I've ever been there. <sighs> if you tell me McDonald's, I'm fucking hanging up the phone. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to Gibson, you gotta if you just wanna have like a nice view, you gotta go to North Park. I love yes. walking through North Park. It's oh yeah, always, North Park's awesome. That's where we had Aaliyah's beautiful. first birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It was. I, I That's grew up right, man. <laughs> I almost forgot that. If you pass uh Coal Cones going down from North Park past the gas station there, I grew up right on that road. So walking through North Park almost every day, it's if you're going there, just just walk around there in the summer. Pass mm-hmm. past
1: a- uh Wildwood Highlands.
0: Uh, right before Wildwood Highlands. I used to work at Wildwood Highlands. Oh, that too. Actually, Wildwood Highlands turned into an inflatable soccer dome. Actually, if you're in Gibsonia, go down there and check that out. Cause I hear it's awesome in there. It's just a huge it's all inflated by air. It's a huge soccer dome. If you're a big sports guy, go and check that out too. That's cool. You're you're a cool guy. Your name's Andrew, <laughs> and you live on fucking Andrews Drive, which is Hell like yeah. two seconds down the road. <laughs> I wish I was named after my street. What uh? What high school did you go to then? If you um,
1: live- I grew up in the Deer Lake School District, but I actually went to North Catholic High School back oh. when it was still when it was still up on Troy Hill before I moved to Cranberry.
0: Okay, I got you. I okay, was so a Hampton. You guy, went to school so. basically close to where I'm at now, because I'm in Cheswick now. Oh shit. Yeah.
1: I used to go to the roller rink at chess arena all the time when I was a yeah, kid,
0: they knocked that down. I'm pretty sure
1: they did. I remember, yeah. I remember we would go skating there. There was, we would have like birthday parties around that. I had a couple of friends that lived in Cheswick. So
0: that's crazy. You know, like the cemetery right off of 28. Yep. Yep. I live like Pat right past that. And then you're right in my house. Oh, okay. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, Okay, enough about our our personal lives. Let's get back into the wrestling a little bit. So I did a thing with Dime when he was on here, and uh, it was basically I brought up Team Big League, and I would say who is, and then you would have to fill in the blank. So let's say we'll start off with, like, Team Big League. Who is the smartest?
1: Out of Team Big League? Yeah. John with Dime being a close second, very close second. Okay.
0: Who's the sexiest?
1: Oh, definitely, dime.
0: Easy. Well, easy, easy money
1: a, on that? That what was a shameless question.
0: plug. You should have said me, you.
1: <laughs> well, fuck.
0: We were both thinking about dime. We were both thinking about <laughs> you <laughs> dime. You know. Sorry. I'm over I could here. I'm over here like women, you're... and you guys are like, yeah, dime. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, mean,
1: I. Me. I mean, I'm a close second. But have you seen how dime looked shirtless? I'm I mean, obviously, him all, every single time he's wrestling. I mean. How could you not think that man is sexy?
0: Who's the toughest? Now you got to say it yourself. <laughs> I
1: mean, that is close, but I mean, besides me, I would say Nyström. He's a badass. Like he, oh, yeah. like he's he's getting more vocal, but that dude's a badass.
0: That's what that's what Dom said too. He said he's the, low key the most aggressive, and nobody knows
1: it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Who's the funniest?
1: uh oh god dime
0: who has the biggest ego now this is where my brain went to dime quick you guys are all <laughs> thinking about them shirtless
1: i know the biggest ego
0: and that's not a bad thing either no because if you right. if you can back up your ego sometimes it's
1: and i was gonna thing. say and that's the thing like the guys can back up their egos i i would honestly have to say me i have the biggest ego
0: you did say you had the chip on your shoulder
1: i do i have a big chip on my shoulder
0: this one i think is gonna go to you too who's the most stylish uh, again not thinking about dimes check uh, his like nose i'm, not, I'm not thinking th- about your cheeks <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going the man route
1: no, but I'm also thinking about <laughs> the guys Chaka. in their suits. I'm though.
0: thinking about the mint coat Yeah, I'm thinking about the oh, mint no. coats and shit. No, no, no I think You know here's the thing. But that's it. I, agree.
1: I agree. I agree. No, I love oh. a man in a good suit when that's nice and tailored. Oh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: oh, fishnets
0: makes... with the cheeks coming out. Choco knows about it. Don't let him fool I mean,
1: you. What, what I you mean, know about Elisha, right, Choco? Dude, she's got cheeks for days, and I love it
0: is gonna get beat up by Chase Gold. All he, all the shit he. I'm be talking just about. dying. He was like, ignore the chest. I'm about them cheeks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh my First god!
0: lie. I got a porn star tattooed on my leg. So come on <laughs> <up>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, L- LSU has got some cheeks, but uh definitely, I that's a tough say about like sex youth because like those guys. And the stylish, like, those guys, when they're in suits, like, I'm a sucker for a man in, in a suit. You guys
0: really... all look good. Let's let's face facts. Team think, Big League looks fucking I think fucking Saturday we're going to come in and with suits on. <laughs> we all wear no, no, suits. Lo, like, low-key, young Tony looks fly in a fucking yeah. suit, dude. Like, he yeah. really does.
1: Well, I mean, you guys saw our latest shoot that we did. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying, dude, Oh
0: that, that shoot was fire.
1: Like uh, the one where I'm sitting down in that chair in front of them. I was like, I look like a badass mafia yeah, that boss. Shit was and hard. I'm like,
0: mm-hmm. what about the Stacy Keebler shot? With the two belts around. Mm-hmm.
1: That was fun. That, that shit was fire. fun to do. That was, yeah, definitely
0: lit. yeah no, that's a dope pick for sure. This Saturday though, you guys, uh, IWC has a kickoff show of 2021. Um, mm-hmm. make sure you, if you haven't got tickets for that, make sure you check it out on the network. Uh, You'll be being monitored on the opposite side of the ring, though, by Danny Gray. Mm-hmm. As now the match has changed. Now it's yeah. Anthony Young versus Jace Carr, I believe. Vulcan yes. dude, uh, yeah. Now we yeah. all know Money Shot though is filled with integrity and sportsmanship. So, uh, what are you going to do to ensure that she doesn't get involved in the match, and and well, here- and have a cheap victory for Jace Carr? Because we all know Team Big League plays fair, and we yeah. get victories.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Like, but this is this is the thing that irritates me. It's like over quarantine Danny and I did some training together like I said we had hung out over the summer and like she was the one that posted the picture of her and I and I was like it she and I motivated each other and I told her straight out I said Danny come back to IWC come with us like come with us be some winners you know we got some belts around us like you don't want to hang out with losers right like we got we got the belts we got the money like be winners and then I come and find out that Danny's going to be going against me, and I was like, "What a slap in the face!" Like right. Danny, Bastion. I thought, we, "I'm like Danny, I thought we were friends." Like I told, like I told you, you don't hang out with losers. So my big thing is like, I'm going to make sure that Danny is not going to get involved either. Like I'm going to show her why you don't hang out with losers.
0: Period. Talk your shit. peace. Let's go.
1: I, I I'm mad about it because it's like. I have been, I've been smacked in the face by people before. And yeah, I, no, and that's your girl. Exactly. She like, was yeah.
0: your girl. Let's face facts. You didn't learn the right way, and now she's hanging with losers, so you can't be associated with that. I
1: will forgive. Maybe she just
0: needs to see what a winner looks like, you know? And she that's exactly it. Yeah. Exactly,
1: and that's exactly it. I forgive, but I never forget. I told her online, I said, I'm going to have to show you why you don't hang out with losers.
0: hmm period. So Dime also mentioned too that he couldn't speak on Johnny Patch being pulled out of the show. What do you know? Maybe you might want to spill the tea a little bit. What happened with Johnny Patch? Why doesn't see is he scared of Team Big League? Like I think money shot? I definitely think
1: who cares about Johnny
0: Patch. You're right. (laughs) Who cares about Johnny Patch? You're right. You're right. What am I who am I to even ask that question? That was dumb of me.
1: The dude smacked my ass in IWC one time. I was very upset about it, and that fucking hurt. I smacked him across the face yeah, at yeah. Revenge Pro Wrestling. Uh-uh. Nobody gives a fuck about Johnny Patch. He, <laughs> had, he had one viral moment on Twitter. Big whoop the freaking do One viral moment. And everybody's going crazy over it. But yet, here we are.
0: But here you are interviewing Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Part of Team Money Shot. Who's better Elijah- than you right now?
1: Elijah getting on AEW Dark. Period. Period. I mean... I'm seeing, the list more goes ta- on. I'm seeing more tallies on our side than there is on his. So nobody gives a winter fuck about Johnny Patch. Exactly.
0: Tucker, exactly. Don't even fucking speak, dog. You love Johnny Patch. You better fucking settle down. That's right. I I, I, I did see Dime P's little hate on Johnny Patch there uh, a couple weeks ago, and that had me rolling. What was it? The little uh, how he gained a little weight over the coronavirus. I thought that was pretty fucking good. I can't fat chain because I gained a little, a couple extra. uh LB, oh, we're not wrestling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. We have we're behind the screen. <laughs> I can look like Mark Madden if I want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Fuck it. Enough about that though. Let's let's run through the predictions though. We'll see what your picks are versus what our picks are for this upcoming show on Saturday. We'll start mm-hmm. out with the uh, the team most hated with the regulators, which is. uh Lawless, LaRusso, and Dan Murphy and LSA Chaco uh, versus the fan favorites of Hardcore Hammer Time, Sam Adonis, and Katie Arquette. Who are you guys going with this?
1: The regulators and LSA. First off, that booty for LSA.
0: Look and at Chaco. To- yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: That booty. I mean, plus my home girl and I, we spill tea to each other. Like that's, that's my girl. Um, And then the regulators. Like, they've always treated me good. They've always treated me good. They've always looked out for me, even behind the curtain. So I got to watch out for my boys, the regular plus. I mean, Jock Samson's not in that match, but oh, that man. Oh, he gets my heart going.
0: See, now I can I can relate to that. You guys were all talking about Don, but when you say Jock Sampson, the mood I mean, sets a little I bit. Mean, you know what I'm saying? The, the he, lights go he, down a little bit. He,
1: <laughs> he is the king of the one-night yeah, stands. Oh, so, I know. Uh, trust hi. me, I know.
0: <laughs> He's the man. Oh, man All right, Joe. Um, when Joe, it comes Joe, to that matchup, like, yeah, man, I fucking I love hardcore hammer time, bro. Like I think it's a treat when we get when we actually get them together. You know what I mean? So I Hooven called happy. me a on social me. media today. So fucking <laughs> dude, but listen, you gotta let let Hooven do his thing on social media. I like it. I I told that to Ash. Like she she was like, okay. I gotta I gotta actually unfriend Hooven on social media. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? I was like, let him let him do his thing, dude. Fuck. How about you, Chaka? Who you got? I got I mean you are Oh, in. what geez. kind of que- what yeah, geez. what kind of question
1: that? <laughs> My home girl Ella <laughs> You don't even need
0: the regulators in there. Just put Elishay in. I think <laughs> I think I I would want most hated to win, but I think fan favorites might might just pull up the victory just because of the the veteran presence of Sam Adonis. But
1: he's very he is a very good wrestler. I will give him that.
0: Let's touch on your match that you'll be around. We got Jace Carr versus A1 Anthony Young, aka Young Tony. Mm-hmm. Uh we already know everybody here loves A one. So I think it's just kind of a unanimous it's decision. Just, it's
1: given it's a given. It's A one. That's just money right there. Yep.
0: Period. Yeah. Easy. Easy one. Uh we got Lebanon Dawn versus Miles Monroe for the high stakes title. I think my man Tito uh Orich might be putting in a little little work. He might he or might I get a little extra casket. cheese from my, from my man Lebanon Dawn and get the
1: money get talks. The, yeah. Money talks. But I'll tell you what. And also, like, I've, I've, I mean, obviously, you've seen what Lebanon Don has been doing for Money mm-hmm. Shot and Team Big League. So I got to go with Lebanon Don and Tito Org. Like, because not only that, they are taking good care of us too. So I got I to give it to my boys, Lebanon Don and Tito. Yeah, no doubt. I'm, I'm still gotta... in a
0: lot of pain from what they did to RC Dupree, but being that they were former guests and they were good to us, yeah, they have a with really with good Dawn thing going, Tito. man. I, yeah. I love them and I think they're going to pull this <laughs> they one. They have a really, really good thing going right now. Uh, we got the culmination of Remy LeVay and Otis versus TME. Who you guys got in this match? Fucks man.
1: Combination.
0: I would love to see the combination win it for sure. But uh fuck man. I don't know. TME doesn't play. You know what I mean? Like they just don't fucking they just don't fuck around. Like I'm not saying the combination fucks around because they don't fuck around either. But you know, TME don't don't, they don't really play. So like oh, man, I don't I don't I'll know. That's go, gonna be bro. tough. I'm with Joe, especially I don't, after last show, the, there was a little heat between the groups of the or the members of the culmination. So I don't know, yeah. If, Remy and Otis they were, were on, they, nice. they were on pretty good terms, though, for the most part. Yeah, that think. was like, not, that they weren't yeah, man. Me. I think, I think Corbin just was kind of, I don't know what we got to talk to him. All I know yeah. is team TME got new promo pitchers, so uh, the power of a yeah. new promo pitcher might help. No, right? That's what I'm saying. They've, yeah, man. They've been on social media. They, so. they do look sharp in this red, but I definitely want the culmination to still pull mm-hmm. one. Out. So you yeah. got culmination, Julia? I would
1: say culmination because like I've, I've seen a lot of their work and like they they're really good with their technical stuff too. Mm-hmm. In addition to like once in a while getting a little help here and there, but I'm really hoping, not going to lie. I'm kind of hoping that Atticus comes.
0: Please. are we all? <laughs> what I'm yeah. saying, fuck I, yeah. I got a fucking Atticus tattoo. So you already know I'm marking.
1: <laughs> I know you do. I know you do.
0: What, okay, so you want him to show up, but what if he uh, what if he shows up and uh, cashes in on the the tag team titles? How would you feel about that?
1: I'd be very upset about that.
0: Who would you want to see him cash in on?
1: I want him to cash in on the super indie.
0: Fuck yeah, she gets it. I uh, he right. uh, he's very
1: super indie, like because. Mm-hmm. I, whenever I was doing my last article I was interviewing Norm Connors who was the previous one of the previous owners who actually created the super indie title and like he created the super indie tournament and he said it's for the lighter uh, big like the lighter heavyweight yeah, light, and heavy it's and it's meant for people that are doing like the crazier stuff.
0: I feel Atticus has probably had the best pandemic out of everybody on the IWC roster, not to take anything away from anybody else, but like, I don't think I've seen like, we've even had to have him on the podcast like multiple times. And like, it's got canceled because his schedule is just so hectic. Like,
1: Oh, he's I, bu- I, he's doing so much yeah, with investing. He's wrestling. so
0: booked that, like, part of me thinks we're never gonna see him in IWC again because he's just getting the bag everywhere else uh-huh. that that's a bigger bag. So, like, like I love IWC and I know that mm-hmm. their money only goes so far, but like, I think Atticus is gonna be on a major platform in a very very oh, short amount of time.
1: I agree, one hundred percent
0: on that. Let's move on to the triple threat. We got uh, Spencer Slade, Cool Carter, and Alexander Apollo. Who do you guys got pulling this one out? Look at Joe's eyes. You know me, I'm a Spencer fan now, baby. Yeah. I can't lie to you guys. Uh, after, since we had him on the podcast, he fucking, yeah. he got me juiced up a little bit. You know what <laughs> I mean? So fucking <laughs> yoked. <laughs> so, fuck, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I think Slade, I think Slade needs to pull off a victory. So, I want to see him win that. I have Spencer as well. Yeah. I also do, man. Spencer's just been hot recently. He he seems like an unstoppable force. First LSA, and now you're talking about how Spencer Slade's hot. <laughs> You're on a roll tonight, baby. <laughs> I guess you, for, Peace, who you
1: got? I, for me, technical skill wise, I'm going to have to go with Spencer. But if I had to go off of personal favorites,
0: yeah. I would say Cole. Yeah. Cause I, I know you're not a Spencer fan personally. No. Yeah. Right. Not, not
1: personally. Right. right. Especially the, especially the fact that my boy Zach and him used to be best friends. It's right. like, yeah, no, like after like, no. I'm
0: smashing a hearing aid, though, will make it a relationship a little on the on the edgy side.
1: But here, I'm going to support my boy, Zach, over Spencer. Oh, 100%. But, so that's why I'm saying, like, technical skill-wise, I think Spencer has been mm-hmm. in the bag. But I'm I'm shooting that's for what Cole. I'm, saying. I'm shooting for Cole.
0: Yeah. Okay. So then we move on to the IWC tag team title match with your boys, Money Shot, Elijah Dean, and mm-hmm. Zach Nystrom. Going up against the new team. Well, it's not a new team, but newly scheduled Theme of uh fire safety who is the sexy fireman and our previous guest sean phoenix uh,
1: before um,
0: before we say anything though let i just want to be the one to say too that the sexy fireman is the fucking man for always taking matches so fucking short like notice and last minute like i know yeah. other guys do it too but i swear every show I him go and philip archer both fi- i feel he always is still in and th- yeah those guys are and then cool. he kills it and he's, oh, he's dude, i, love, good. I he... love watching them both yeah so oh yeah they' they are always
1: there they're always ready to go mm-hmm. and I mean I know sexy fireman filled in for uh back in business and he killed it he Dude, did yeah. amazing so like I do i I agree I have to give him props for the fact that he's able to fill in
0: wherever yeah he's I, I did just want to put that out there before yes. we get into the fact that money shot is walking out with the belts you know I mean? it's just unfortunate that it's against money right. shot because
1: yeah you know. i do have one bad thing about sexy fireman i have to say
0: i almost forgot about that now that you just go ahead i'm cutting you off
1: getting motorboated by him yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll, that'll always be burned into my brain like <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was that should have your
0: only fans,
1: especially after a full match. And then Wait, I've got he did it so
0: well, too. Like, he that wasn't the first time he's he performed <laughs> no,
1: that. that's it. That's always his finisher is to motorboat Dude, somebody. Yeah.
0: He he hits that movement so fucking well that I was like, Dude. I was like, Oh my god,
1: I was legit holding on to the rope for y'all <laughs> talking life. about me
0: saying Spencer's hot. We got Joe
1: <laughs> going <laughs> on oh about boys, my- you can't tell me that man doesn't
0: move his body so perfectly. <laughs> no one better be caught up anymore
1: it smacked in the face oh my god and the fact that he was all sweaty I was just like oh Oh, my I was was hurting
0: for you when that happened I was hurting for you and
1: I mean you saw my face afterwards I was in shock like I was frozen in shock you
0: you didn't know how the hell you just got that experience and that was not
1: gonna lie that's the first time I ever been motorboated by anybody even by a woman i was never i've never been oh, motorboated by a woman before but oh, holy
0: shit, shit. blessed Getting with sexy motor- fireman's breasts <laughs> i love it i fucking love it oh my goodness that-
1: that's an experience all on its own so it- i think i think the the next thing is like okay so people get chops from people so people should get motorboated by sexy fireman,
0: hell yeah, <laughs> that was all for it. I think he wants to, <laughs> dude. Be- I loved it, dude. It's great. It was great. <laughs> oh, fuck. all right, let's move on to oh, the but we already oh. think we're gonna know your answer. Uh, we got Bulk Nasty versus Jock Sampson, which personally to me, I really, 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 really wish one of these guys was currently the IWC heavyweight champion because I feel this should be the main event and this should be the title match obviously things didn't play out that way i'm sorry to everyone listening that i just went away from the microphone about five times but yeah bulk nasty and jock samson jock samson i think is going to steal the show uh we already know julia is going to go with her with her guy
1: i love but, jock samson yeah, i, I, I do stands, i jock, do samson. have to say though bulk nasty he's going to he, they're going to put this is going to be one hell of a fight
0: fucking yeah. right
1: because you right. know jock will not back down and you know bulk will not back down so it's like i love jock samson but i also like bulk nasty a lot so this personality wise i'm closer to jock
0: what'd you (laughs) say we can't forget xander (laughs) xander will be cheering him on
1: nobody cares about xander nobody cares about xander (sighs) Yes, yeah no, but and- th- this, this is going to be a good <laughs> Sexy match. Sexy
0: Fireman's got his mind bamboozled.
1: Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> no, but th- that's going to be one hell of a match. Oh, 100%. Like, like I- it's that one, it's going to be tough to say who's actually going to be the winner, but I am pulling for Jock because he is my favorite. But that this is going to be one hell of a fight.
0: I'm honestly a coin toss. I, I yeah. fuck with both of those guys super heavy. I... I really, 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 really want to see Bulk Nasty be the heavyweight champion by mm-hmm. the end of this Bulk year. So.
1: I have a feeling he will, too.
0: My bias in me on that aspect and the fact that he was our very first guest, I think I got to side with Bulk Nasty. But if Jock won, I wouldn't be mad or sad or any of that. And I wouldn't be shocked either. Yeah. How about you two? Yeah, no, dude. I, how what, how you said you're not you wouldn't be shocked, dude. I couldn't agree with you more on that. But I want to see fucking, uh, you know, it's, it's Bulk's time to fucking shine, baby. So, you know what I yeah. mean? About you, talking, Bulk's staying all the way. I think Bulk's going to take it. It's his time, as everyone has already said. Mm -hmm. I think he's going for the heavyweight, and I think he has to get through Jock, a former heavyweight holder himself, to get there.
1: I mean, plus not only that, Bulk is like our big guy right now. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. He
1: is our big guy.
0: Yeah. He's basically the new Wardlow in town without disrespecting Bulk in any type of way. But basically, Wardlow is your guy's superman for a while and now i think bulk nasty <clears> your <throat> evil villain that everybody loves to hate and hates mm-hmm. to love
1: yeah uh, i
0: agree that moves us on to the super indie title match we got brian pillman jr versus uh, big time bill collier another match that could very easily steal the show uh mm-hmm. i want atticus to come out as the victor i i don't i have a oh, feeling. there you go
1: i that yeah. i have a feeling uh, that's gonna be a like if it's just the Pillman and Bill Collier, that one's kind of a coin toss up for me. But I have a feeling that the the icing on the cake would be if Atticus hits the reset button and
0: successfully cashes in too. Not even yes. just cashes in.
1: No, successfully cashes in. If so you see me getting arrested Andy. from
0: jumping the guardrail from losing my fucking mind. A hundred percent will. Plumber, I'm sorry now, but that might happen if that if, if I if that music hits, and even if he's about to like lose the cash in, I might have to run in there and help him. Like, dog, <laughs> listen, this pandemic's been too long, and you've had this goddamn laptop for too long. We're we're walking out of this place with a belt. What do you yeah, got? That that's, my that's mind goes one. to since Brian had to forfeit other titles and other yeah, that's the only places. That, yeah, that's I the I think that you know this might be his time to lose the title we already know something something's gonna happen yeah but i if it's the bill collier i like bull Collier. Mm -hmm. if he wanted i I would not mind but if i i do think if there's a time that addy would come in and take a belt it would now would be the fucking it is a really really great time
1: well i do know that pullman just he did move down to jacksonville so he is living in Florida now because he is on AEW right, regularly. Exactly. Like I've, I've seen, like when I've gone to, like when I went to the show and I, I saw him in the crowd, like, or not in the crowd, but like around the ring and everything. Mm-hmm. Like he did one of the lumberjack matches, like was on the outside for that. But like, I, like he now resides in Jacksonville. So I have a feeling that he is going to drop, either drop the belt or lose it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like uh, I, I'm really hoping
0: if he comes in, just forfeits the bell, the bill, and then you hear Ar- Argos hit the reset. You better, Ar- you better card, get the right person. <laughs> Sorry, <in> the past. <laughs> It's <laughs> the it's the motorboating. It's still stuck in my head. So I'm <laughs> <confused>. <laughs> and that brings us to our main event. We got Palace and uh, Angelic, which I really wish we would have got more promos out of both of these guys. Mm-hmm. But I feel that this still was going to be a great match. I still think Palace is going to retain, but again, I wouldn't be mad if Angelic walks out champ.
1: Yeah, I have a feeling Palace will retain. Um, Angelic is going to put one hell of a fight. Yeah, I just as always. I, he's so mysterious, right? Especially the fact that he was formerly Gory, and he just he's been so quiet on social media. That's what the I pandemic
0: fucked a lot of the storytelling behind that up. It did, but Atticus had to have angelic thing was going to be so fucking good Uh yeah
1: yeah but at the same time still angelic is like stayed off of social media been very quiet about everything so so i mean it's going to be interesting to see because andrew palace is not much of a flippy guy and i know angelic can be so it's it's definitely going to be it's going to be interesting yeah Uh, yeah that's going to be an interesting match but i have a feeling palace is going to retain the he's going to keep it okay
0: cool uh, as you guys can see we're starting to run out on time. Normally we do a rush a wrestling mount rushmore, but we hundred and ten percent want to have you back on. So we'll just save that for next time. Oh yeah, fucking right. Uh yeah. So we'll we'll hit you with the 10 random questions though before bad, time bad. runs out. Uh what's something you're absolutely freakishly bad at?
1: thinking of things on the spot
0: <laughs> that's a good answer i can agree with that yeah i can i can fucking agree with that especially
1: with this peer pressure like that like <laughs> all this like staring
0: hey, at you yeah answer now.
1: It's, yeah it's like okay do you have any questions for me right now no but if i think of anything i'll text you or i'll call you
0: uh best ice cream flavor
1: i'm really boring i like uh cookies and cream chocolate chip cookie dough and just regular chocolate
0: Oh, that's not boring. Yeah. Ice cream. Yeah, no. Ice cream cannot be boring other than mint chocolate chip. I think. You better uh, watch your fucking mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Taco the know, equivalent of eating toothpaste that's... and fucking chocolate ice cream. Well, guess what? Thank my you. breast smells gourd. Yours doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, how many pillows do you sleep with? Four. What are your pets' names?
1: Fiora. And then my best friend is Cosmo.
0: Fiora. You say Yura? Fiora. Fiora. Fiora.
1: She's a little gray and white kitten. She's six months old. I'm getting her sued. Oh
0: shit! Awesome. What's your biggest regret in life thus far?
1: I don't have any regrets because if I if I regretted what I did, and I mean, after our convo,
0: I already knew. I was was gonna say,
1: yeah, I I don't regret anything in my life because it's made me who I am today.
0: Awesome. Are you a morning person or a night owl?
1: Um, depends on how much sleep I
0: get. Yeah, dude, that's super true. Depends on how I'm feeling in the mornings, no doubt. Do you have any interesting family traditions? <laughs>
1: uh yeah. Yeah, I do. Um you care to share with us. So my mom's sister, she passed away in two thousand nine and she had a prosthetic eye, and we thought we buried her with it. And they did, but they my one uncle found a spare <laughs> Sorry, prosthetic <why>? eye. <laughs> I know this is really, really <laughs> fucked up. But so my mom's brothers played a prank on my mom. And put Hold the-
0: on. Shaka, don't look at her like that when you were just all excited <laughs> about motorboating with the fucking fireman. Continue the so, story.
1: So my aunt passed away. My uncles decided uh, to prank my mom and put the spare prosthetic eye in her purse. So here she thinks that, you know, she buried my aunt with some gum instead of her prosthetic eye. So eventually my uncle admits that it was a spare. So she puts it in this spare eyeball in a silver box, like a shaped like a present. And so my mom had my little sister put it in my uncle's tree during one of the Christmas family get togethers. My cousin eventually, when she's taken down all the ornaments, sees this box, freaks out. So now my aunt's eyeball has been traveling in this silver (laughs) box. All over the world going from family member to family member. So my aunt is still with us.
0: Fuck yeah. That's sick. That's awesome though. I love it. I meant sick in a totally like awesome <laughs> way though. Like that, that Usually they they're like, Oh, we get together on Christmas, but no, this is like all I mean the... we we sing
1: songs, we break out the guitar, especially when there's alcohol involved, but no, there's there's a glass eyeball that travels around the world. <laughs> That's badass. You just look
0: you just look at it, you're like, Don't you roll your eyes at me, it's the holiday. <laughs> <laughs> what's a game show that you would love to compete on? Family Feud I was just about to say Money Shot on Family Feud I, I, <laughs> <survey> <laughs> that said maybe, that was the number yeah. one answer Yeah, that'd be content yeah. Was OJ Simpson innocent or guilty?
1: I didn't read too much into it So I, I, I played the fifth on that I one I hear you. He killed
0: half. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and finally, what's a piece of life advice That you think everybody should live by?
1: Whenever it comes to your life, a lot, a lot of people always feel the pressure of like when they're grad, I tell a lot of my high school graduates, this when they're sitting in my chair, don't feel pressured to like go to college. If you feel, if like don't feel the pressure of that, like, especially like, cause for me, like I felt like I had to go to college. I felt like I had to do this. I had to do that. And I'm like, you know what? I I feel like I won't be happy if I do it. So if you're going to do something for the rest of your life, do something you love, do something you're passionate about so that you're not sitting at work every single day being miserable. So do something that's going to make you happy and, and don't like, and that's, that's with anything in life, like not just your career. If you're not happy, you can change it. And it, and that includes relationship wise, which was a big thing too. Your happiness, you're in control of. You cannot control other people's happiness. You only can control your own. And so when it comes to relationships, you have to bring yourself at that 100% happiness into the relationship. It's not your job to make somebody else happy.
0: All right. That was a great podcast. Fucking Uh, right, it was. (laughs) Is is there any social medias or any other thing? You got a a fucking mountain of things you could plug. (laughs) Is there anything you want to plug before we get off here?
1: Um, I do have my Facebook is Julia Lynn. If you want to check me out on there. Uh, my Instagram is Julia underscore Lynn official. Um, and my that's like J-U-L-I-A underscore Lynn L-Y-N-N official. Cause that's also my big modeling. In addition to um, the stuff for wrestling, re- wrestling and all that. Um, my Twitter is Julia underscore L1590. So that's my Twitter handle. Um, I have my link tree on my Instagram. So you can check out like Rockstar's Dream, the magazine for that. Cause like I said, March 2021, I'm going to be on the cover for it. Fuck yeah. We're going to be doing a pre sale for that. So um, that way we can have an idea as to how many we're going to make but I I would personally really appreciate it if you would be able to support me with it and buy a copy. And I mean, if you bring them to a show, whenever I'm there, I will sign the cover for you. I will make sure of that.
0: So, you heard it. Yeah. Period. Buy, buy five fucking copies and make yeah. sure you check out the IWC network for only nine 99 this weekend. IWC the kickoff show of 2021. Uh, Again, Dime Peace, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so and we much. definitely hope thank to have you, you on thank again.
1: You. Thank you guys. Oh, look we look definitely to are gonna have
0: you back on. Yeah, hundred percent. How do you the big bar after Erie show though? We all do Yes. Good night. And always remember that's